This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the September 22nd, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. 100 podcast episodes. I made it. Hoo-hoo. Let's celebrate. Okay, enough of that. I'm having fun, though I'm disappointed with the download numbers, but from what I've read, my podcast is well into the top 50%. But that is like saying I am smarter than Joe Biden or nicer than Donald Trump. I'm not sure all would agree that I'm meeting my goal of being only a bit towards the right. Some on the left may think I sound like a hard right person. I often find myself reacting to what I feel is an unfair media. When I established my podcast, I made some comments that are in the bio section of my podcast platform host, but near as I can tell, no one can see them. This is a personal nugget that I wrote six months ago for that. Quote, a little secret is my father told me years ago I should write a column because he thought I had something to say. The English language was not my friend, so that was scary, and I never did it. End quote. Grammar still is not my friend, but I am less scared, and in a small way, I am doing what my dad suggested. Quick hitters. The stock market is dropping and nearing 30000 This is a hoot. The U.S. House of Representatives will vote on a bill to increase federal funding for police, particularly in smaller areas where the localities may not have the money for body cameras, etc., Is that admitting that defund the police did not work or dressing things up for the midterms? Turley says that Trump said on Fox that he had the right to declassify any or all documents with a thought. A thought. Makes me think he is preparing an insanity defense. 1,300 Russians have been arrested for protesting the military mobilization. Airline ticket prices for leaving Russia have increased drastically as Russian men try to leave Russia by land and by air and by sea. Kind of like high U-Haul prices for leaving California. The European Union is looking at imposing additional sanctions against Russia and supplying more weapons to Ukraine. Hurricane Fiona is now a Category 4 hurricane and heading towards Bermuda. Northern Ireland now has more Catholics than Protestants. The significance is that Northern Ireland is still part of the United Kingdom. Moving on. Today I thought I would venture into the prediction business, specifically the upcoming midterm elections. I have not opined of late on this subject. During the summer, I was confident Republicans would win the House and that the Senate would be in the 50-50 plus or minus one range meaning there might be 49 Democratic senators, or 50 or 51. But 50 or 51 is still a win for the Democrats because they have the tie-breaking vote in Vice President Kamala Harris. But the last six weeks or so, the winds have been blowing in the Democrats' direction. Or maybe more accurately, the headwinds blowing against them have eased up. The generic ballot is much closer than it was, slightly favoring Democrats now. Biden's approval numbers have moved into the non-scary range. And in general, the news has been less troubling. The Ukraine war was not front and center, nor was COVID. And the administration had a win with the Reduce Inflation Act that spends a lot of money but won't reduce inflation. The gobbledygook media was doing a good job of keeping immigration immigration off the front page, and that helped at least until DeSantis offered free flights to Martha's Vineyard. 
Inflation is bad, but gas prices dropped from their high, and for many, I think that is a key number. So could Democrats maintain their hold on the House of Representatives? Unlikely, but I have a but coming. For the Senate, there are several close races that can go either way. I think it is possible Democrats might get to 52, but I doubt it. Maybe the Republicans could get to 52, but I really doubt it. But remember, I said there was a but. Here is the but. What if Putin makes a deal to end the Ukraine war? Seriously, he got his ass handed to him in the last month. Russia weathered the sanctions better than I expected, but they are taking their toll. The Europeans are showing courage with more sanctions and military aid to Ukraine, and the Europeans are planning to dissociate from reliance on Russia gas for the long haul. Yes, Russia called up a lot of troops recently, but I am hearing that they may not have arms for the troops. And when you call up troops for the first time since World War II, it is tough to pretend that it's just a skirmish. Further, if Putin wants a deal sometime, why not one before the U.S. election? We'll get back to that thought in a minute. What would the effect be on the U.S. midterm elections if Putin and Ukraine make a deal? Expectations would be for more oil and gas and grain supply, which would have a downward effect on prices, lowering inflationary expectations. The stock market would rise. The Fed would probably ease up on interest rates anticipating lower inflation. The stock market would rise. Businesses would feel better about investing. That would mean more jobs and yes, the stock market would rise. All of those things would help the Democrats in the midterm elections. Just the anticipation from the ending of the Ukrainian war would help the Democrats. If Putin thought a Ukraine deal would influence our elections, why would he do it before the election if it would help Democrats? Well, I'm not saying having one or both houses of Congress in the hands of Republicans would make a huge difference with Biden still in the White House, but I think Putin would think it might make some difference. First off, less woke policy, particularly woke Department of Defense policies. I bet Putin loves it when our military spends time and attention on gender diversity. And Republican energy policies are not favored by Putin. Republicans make it easier to find and pump oil and gas, which decreases prices. As a major player in the energy markets, that is a negative for Russia. We could go on. So if can things continue on the current path, my guess is that Republicans will win the House. It will probably be a slim majority, making it tough to get much done. The Senate is still up for grabs. If there is a Russia-Ukraine deal, then I think Democrats get 52 seats in the Senate and keep the House. And I would probably be happy, because war sucks. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.